By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your hosts and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. What's up, y'all? This is the first episode of February. You know what it is. It's Black History Month. Yeah, so this is going to be episode five of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captions, captions at? at? Yo, Where They At? Where They At? I'm black, where they at? black. Where they you're at? black. Where black, they at? Y'all. Where's your black at? Where them captions at? Where your black facts for these captions at? <laughs> and as always, guys, I'm yours truly, Kills for Show, aka Killmonger for President in 2020. <laughs> and with all with me always is my bro host. You know who it is, Roscoe, aka Roscoe Tinkoya, aka the black man in the room. Okay, cool. I'll let you have that. Yeah. <laughs> and join us always is the boy Daniel on the wheels of steels, the one and twos, the click clackety on the keyboards, and he will also be one of our special guests today. Hey guys, doing two jobs today. One's for fun, and the other one is uh, also for fun. Word. Also join him in the guest seat today is the boy Randy. Sup. Word. <laughs> Speaking of what's up, yo, what's popping? We gonna go. Poppin'? We gonna go straight into it. No intros. No how the weekend's going. We don't need to hear none of that shit. Rewind that. I want to hear about this strip club experience a little bit, Daniel. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, you said you didn't want to know how uh, you know the weekend oh, was. Right but this is the weekend. I know. I decided it was an audible real last second. Uh, well, <laughs> so we were hanging out. We were d- drinking. Uh, I went to the bathroom and I came back out and saw a few of my friends with uh, my girlfriend and they all had these big shit-eating grins. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, well, get ready. We're going to the strip club. And I look at my girlfriend like, is, is this what you want to do? And she's like, yeah, baby, we're going to the strip club. So we went down to the Snooty Fox, had ourselves a time. And, uh, How expensive was it? Uh, decently. However, I, I didn't pay too much for it. Well, what was the cover? Covers ten dollars a person, which okay. don't right. use the ATM inside because that thing will charge you eight fifty. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, I Damn. don't fuck with strip clubs because no way a titty gonna be that close to my mouth and I can't lick that hoe. Like <laughs> it's just me, it's just me, and I work too hard for this money that I get to just throw it away. Literally, <laughs> literally throw it away. I mean, it was a fun time uh, financially. <laughs> I, I don't think it's something education. I would do. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I would do it. Uh, um, you know, that's what, that's what FICA's for, and I already pay that out of taxes, so. But. Uh, Get my money. My girlfriend <laughs> had a good time. I had a good time. It, it was a fun night. Word. What about you, Randy? What you getting to this weekend? Um, fucking nothing really. Just chilled. Word. Over the weekend, yeah. Cool. Ain't nothing wrong with Bro. Ain't no wrong being broke. That's why if I go to the strip club again, I'm gonna walk in a, with a sign saying I'm broke and don't want to be here. <laughs> this is not my idea. <laughs> <laughs> And Ross, put on the shirt. Word, hell yeah, put that shit on the shirt. No, I'm gonna work literally like a bum sign. I'm just some cardboard. I'm write that shit and just walk in. Like, <laughs> I I'm gonna let y'all know what I'm on right now. Too, because you know I'm gonna have to be charged. Man, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so Ross, what about you? How was the weekend? Shit, uh, same old, same old. Just chilled out. Uh, went to the went to a Niners bar. No need to talk about that, but uh, <laughs> it was a good experience. It was a nice place. They they had all the good meats. Yes, they did. I'm I got a plate in the fridge from that son bitch too. Bro. I'm gonna fuck up soon. And I get they the made this mat this I don't even know loaded baked potato, but it was a half baked potato. Like you talking about the mashed potato ball? Yeah, yeah. That joint hit. That shit looked like the devil. <laughs> that joint hit. Cause they got the sour cream already put into the middle. Oh shit! I didn't know that. With the chives and all that. Oh damn! So when you get into the middle, you get you hit that potato, then they hit the sour <laughs> cream and all that right there. And that's the only time I'm gonna be honest. I fuck with sour cream. Like I seat that shit, but my fat ass, I thought it was like a fried ice cream ball. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not trying to eat no ice cream right now. But then I heard it was mashed potato. I was like, but I was already on my fifth plate, so I was like, you know what? I don't have room Talking for that. Talking about fried. Mashed potato balls? Yeah. yeah. That's called... Uh, latkes. No, not no. necessarily latkes, but... Fuck. We used to serve them at fucking Shame and Regret, where I work. Word. What the fuck are they called? I forgot. Never and mind. that is not a plug or a sponsorship. We are not associated with them, and they do not pay us. They didn't pay us. <laughs> they don't pay me shit. <laughs> That's why you hear so Just- early all the time. I'm like, fuck out, <laughs> You don't pay me shit. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> 
And speaking of the Super Bowl, there's no better way to start off Yo What's Poppin' than talk about the Super Bowl. If you don't know, already know, the 49ers lost the Kansas City after blowing a lead late in the game. I have no dogs in that race, so I really don't care either. Either, either way, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, you know, congrats to Andy Reid for being able to come back and winning it. You mean Patrick Mahomes? Well, Andy Reid. He didn't throw coach. a ball. But, I mean, <laughs> he's always had a record of always failing at the Super Bowl. True that. And now he won won it. So, yeah. no longer a failure. Now the only hero in his house won't be a sandwich. <laughs> you mean now his kids will finally respect him? Oh, they always did. Always respect him. He was always respected as a coach. It's just most people didn't. Most people said that this win would make him a Hall of Famer now. Even though he would be easily a Hall of Famer as a coach anyway. Yes, and let's really talk about the most important part of that Super Bowl. Commercials? No. That halftime show, baby. Shakira, Shakira. I'm still Jenny from the block. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All that cool going around, yo. Good <laughs> God almighty. Was that a sight for the eyes? Stevie Warner, I wish you could see, baby, because you missed out on something spectacular. <laughs> it was a good-ass time. And it also made me forget how many hits Shakira had, because I know Bro, the go-to I ones. I was like, yo, hit. she got these bangers. Was it a mashup, or did they sing their individual uh, yeah, they, songs? They sung their uh, in, they, individual songs. I thought it was going to be a mashup, but then they kind of came together at the end to do a little... song together. Yes. With, the, with some little kids. Never joined with and I didn't know yeah. that little girl was the daughter of her and Mark Anthony that was singing what? Lee. Yes, that was their daughter, and it was all Ooh. little brown kids in cages. Yeah, in cages, too. I didn't catch that I until caught the, the I caught, the, I caught it, Ooh. but I was... I knew there was all little girls. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the eye just hit me, so I kind of passed out, and then when I blinked again, I was like, oh, they ain't in cages. I guess <laughs> I, was, I was daydreaming. No, man. They were they were in cages. I was like, oh, shit. That's, oh, they were really doing some good yeah, So that gave an, another it. reason for all the older whites out there <laughs> watching the Super Bowl to be a little upset. Oh, but you know what really also probably got them upset, too? That Jenny uh, feather vest because it showed the American no, flag. No, that was on Puerto Rico. Side. But no, when she opens it up, Roscoe, the flag Rico. is made of the same stripes no, and colors. The, but the opposite side, the inside was Puerto Rico. The so you're saying if she American. turned around, that was the American, American flag. flag. See, yeah. they, she didn't show that. Yeah, that's the, that's the only real. I was like, is she? At first, I was like, so she's wearing an American flag. And then I was like, oh no, it's uh, Puerto Rico it's Puerto on the Rico, inside. <laughs> and then when I looked again, I was like, but the outside's American. All right. Just like a burrito, a testada, and a taco. It's all the same shit, just um, wrapped up differently. <laughs> Basically like 90% of the items at Taco Bell. See, si. si. <laughs> And it all comes out your ass the same way, too. Yes, it does. Ooh, quick and Fuego. <laughs> Mad explosive. <laughs> but, correct, uh, but um, yes, congrats to um, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs for Rennie. Um, congrats to Patrick Mahomes for being a black quarterback and getting a um, Super Bowl trophy. Always got to salute that. And thank you, J-Lo and Shakira, for all that you gave us. <laughs> and also, statistically, they uh, what I found out, thanks to Shannon Sharp and them, Patrick and them never lost a game underneath 23 points, so Kansas City had to at least score 23. Hell yeah, I can't be mad at that numbers. And uh, also, what happened at the Super Bowl, we got a nice little preview of what's to come on the MCU tip on the Disney Plus app. Oh, we got our first looks at... Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, yes. and the Loki series. Oh, my God. Because the first two are coming later this year, but Loki won't be out until, like, this time, 2021. So, any thoughts about those two? I'm uh, so excited for WandaVision. Is yeah. WandaVision directed by David Lynch or some shit? Because it, like, <laughs> it looks like some cerebral, like... I can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it looks like that. From what I can, uh, you know, guess from uh, just the storylines, her brain is going to break, and with that, all of her chaos magic is going to start affecting the multiverse. Is it chaos magic? Because in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she gets her powers from the Mind Stone. I guess I'm, I'm thinking more comic book related, yes. but I could, I, I could be wrong. Well, yes, no, in the comics, her powers are hex. Well, originally. Yeah, it was the, retcon the mad yeah. times. Like, it was hex. It was a probability altering hexes. Because mm-hmm. before she wasn't technically a mutant, she was more like a witch. But then she was reconned to being mutant, which most for for most of her comic book history, she's been a mutant. But then she was also t- able to tap into that chaos magic. But also, then you couldn't find out on Children's Crusade, Doctor Doctor Doom had manipulated or um, Chitron 
or the dark god Kathan. of Kathan into, for some reason, allowing Wanda to tap into his power yes. source, yes. which is all weird shit. But hopefully this series turns out weird in a good way. I'm definitely looking forward to Falcon and Winter Soldier just to see how... Zemo. Yeah, Zemo's, Zemo's back. back. <sighs> He's going to yeah. wear the purple pink I was pink wondering at the end of Ultron, Age of... Ult- Wait, was that Age- No, no, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Because whenever... What's the Hobbit guy's name? Oh, uh, uh, Martin, Martin, Sheen. Fre- Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, yes. He's talking to Zemo... And it's like as if like his shit's not done, and then you see yep. him. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those classes like I'll be back. <laughs> right, right. And, and Will you know? He's like, oh, it's only started. The abomination hasn't been back yet. No, either. the only really recurring <laughs> villain has been uh, Thanos and Loki. True. True. Yes. Everyone T- else is like, oh, I died. Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> kind not, of. Kind of, sort of, in flashbacks. But then you also have Ultron that I'm wearing to pop back up, and somehow because somebody on um, dust off an old iPod Nano. That's right. And Ultron just like. <laughs> <laughs> Upload me. Maybe that'll be Wanda and Vision. Oh, Maybe that could work too. Maybe in bringing back Vision, she unbeknownstly brings back a piece of Ultron. Ultron as well. Especially if she rewinds Vision back to pre-destruction and right. um, what you call it, Endgame mm-hmm. or well, Infinity War. Because right now say. we have no idea what, uh, how she's going to bring him back. Yes, and in, that's the best part. In like it. what capacity any of it's gonna be? But. Exactly, and then you had the Loki part, which I had to find out watching reviews uh, on his shirt. There's the letters TVA, which stands for the Time Variance v- Authority. Yes, basically their Time Patrol force. If you fuck with Xenoverse, it's like them, like Trunks was teamed up with. If you watch Legends of Tomorrow, the Time Bureau. Or if you watch Doctor Strange, the Time Lords. Yep. Not Doctor Strange, I'm sorry. Doctor Who. Doctor Who, the Time Lords. Ooh, y'all need to get caught up on Doctor Who. That shit's, Who? That shit's messing me up. <laughs> get out of here. Who's on first? What's on second? 13. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was um, definitely uh, definitely one of my highlights of the whole Super Bowl because my team was in there. But we're going to be there next year. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> um, Highlight for the Super Bowl for me was uh, when me and my D&D party got through a few different traps and found who we were looking for. Word. Because I didn't plot Was it show. R. Kelly? Was it a closet? <laughs> Mm. Yeah, we, we, that's not golden nectar in that chalice. We were in the we, we <laughs> were in the urine mines of Fandalin. <laughs> okay, word. And sticking on the MCU, Owen Wilson has been cast in a mystery role in the Loki series. Ooh. We don't know who or what he's going to be, but he's going to be on that show. Uh, my prediction for uh, the theme of Wanda and Vision, if it does have, if if it's thematic, from what I've saw on the commercial was I think it's going to be thematically about trying to live a normal life and, and you know, have, like, the, the nice, normal relationship, Yeah. you know, whenever you're super-powered, like, you're way too super-powered, and can you balance all that shit? I don't know, I'm just throwing out. I mean, it could be, because there's... Uh, did, I, did any of you guys read uh, Tom King's Vision? No. Uh, no. I read the first, like... This is when they had the family and all that shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, But that, that was when Vision's wife... Is there, is there about whenever uh-huh. Vision's Vision wife was another version? Yeah, yeah. And, and she killed um, uh, the Grim Reaper, and it was like everything was spiraling out Green of control. Grim Reaper, uh, right, Wonder right. Man's brother. Yeah, okay. But he, they were, he was just trying for a normal life, and I think they're kind of, kind of take something from that where she wants a normal life. She just wants to be with Vision, and it's hard to have a right. normal, normal life if you never had one in the first place. Exactly. So maybe that's how she slipped into the TV because that's what we use TVs for. To escape, so or, she might literally escape into that world. Or but being trapped my money mind. is on she's gonna realize in each of these scenarios because we see her flipping through all the different types that he isn't actually Vision. He's just her idea of Vision. It's not really put him him. back, Wanda. And put then maybe, back. maybe because this is it's saying that it's all gonna tie into Doctor Strange. Maybe after she goes crazy realizing that, that's when she breaks the multiverse. Were and this is a good. I'm glad you brought up Doctor Strange because that was gonna be my next topic. Doctor Strange two. It's damn near confirmed that Clea, America Sajet, America Sajet, Chavez, why, Chavez, why can't I say Chavez? America Chavez and Brother Voodoo will all have roles in this movie, yeah. on top of Wanda being in it as well, and rumors of other heroes popping up too in this multiverse of madness. Different incarnations. Exactly. I think that's where we're first going to see Miles. We could. That could be an easy. We hop into it a minute. Mm-hmm. You, just, you don't have to see him in. Like we just see him in suit. We just see him in suit. Yeah, even just see him even with Spider Gwen, like, like, like your Spider Man new costume, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" about? Uh, yeah, ah, oh, you're black. No, that was me getting <laughs> stuck oh, back black. through the multiverse. 
<laughs> or like literally they could be flying through the multiverse and you can see characters literally swinging through the dimensional <sighs> shit I, I want to see Marvel Zombies I was never a big Marvel Zombies fan, but we are getting that What If series, yeah. so we always could get that there, too. So maybe this might have been the issue which made the director decide to leave, cause, leave because they were trying to put too much shit into this one movie. movie. And he already had his clear horror vision. But like, mm-hmm. well, we need this person. This We need to have this scene here because it's going to set up this show and it's set up this movie. So he probably like, you know what? Nah, I'm cool. Thank you. Y'all let me do as much <laughs> as I can. I can't do too much. Hell yeah, and... Stepping off of Marvel into the realm of DC, there's been a lot of Black Adam cast reveals as far as the scripts going. Like, we're supposed to be getting Hot Man, Hot Girl, um, Adam Smasher, Stargirl, and Dr. Fate. All, all in, in the, this movie? All in the Black Adam movie. So, the Justice, the Justice Society of America. And word is, we also might get the OG Green Lantern, Alan Scott, and the OG Flash, um, Jay Garrick. The pop up is like cameos as well, but that's not confirmed. But basically, all those other characters I mentioned are pretty much in the script. So they're setting up Black Adam to be his own mini Justice League movie from off rip. Okay. So that's going to be interesting too. I think it'll be interesting to see if the movie ever gets done. I, I mean, I, I hope oh, it is. Oh, it's, it's happening. Movie? They This already in production. The Rock's shooting okay. this shit. Okay, because uh, I mean, with, with, with what we've seen with movies that had a chance that didn't go anywhere. Uh, I always think about the Gambit movie that was, was in development. What, what, for what's the movie you're talking about right now? Black, Black Adam. Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's like a Shazam mm-hmm. character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which you you kind of see him in Shazam, but only in a hologram. Which okay. was f- fucking shitty. Like you have the Rock. He signed on to play this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Just have the Rock and give us a fucking Scorpion King flashback. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same movie. <laughs> he prayed to the god Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> He did! Anubis! What do you think that A and Black Adam stands for? When you say Shazam. No, no. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what The Rock is cooking. (laughs) But, um, and another thing in Geekdom, Transformers is possibly getting a soft, another soft reboot with the new incarnation being Beast Wars. Okay. It's damn near confirmed that Beast Wars will will be the next Transformer movie. Not including the possible Bumblebee sequel that's said to be in production as well. Or at least in the early stage of working out a script. So that'd be interesting too because I know they want to do like a Rise slash Fall of Cybertron slash Optimus Prime origin movie. I think that would be dope if you just take it back and show him as Orion Pax and show everything that leads up to him. But if you could incorporate that into Bumblebee 2, maybe it's Bumblebee 2. I gotta help Prime remember who he is type deal. So they go back to Cybertron or they meet up with some humans that help Optimus Prime remember who he was or how he got his start and tie that all back into each other. Because the Transformers is definitely a franchise, if given to the right person, could be magical. Yes. Not explosive, not distracting, not hard to figure out what is going on, but just a good, fun it basically should be the family version of Fast and Furious. That's what Transformers should be on paper. But who knows? Just like, who knows when Diggle will actually put on that Green Lantern ring? Spoiler alert, how did you feel seeing that moment, Ross, in the last episode of Arrow? I'm going to be honest. I saw it, and then I'm like, well, if y'all going to give us this rumor uh, Canary spinoff, might as well give us Diggle. I'll take a TV short, even if it's just four episodes. But oh, like a CWC type J- Diggle as the Green Lantern. Yeah, word. I mean, I'm in more intrigued to see how they gonna pull this off, especially the fact that like if they do do it, it's a great way to honor Oliver. He's great way to give him a. Literally, it still ties in with the whole team. So, literally, he could make appearances and come back. His wife no longer works with Argus, so we could always see him being a family man when he's not being the Green Lantern. That we know, that we know of, because Layla always says she ain't working for somebody. <laughs> but thing is, they retired and moved. That don't mean nothing that to Arrowverse. They're like, no, I'm not working for the Anti-Monitor. I am the anti We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I am the Harbinger. Yo. But that just, I'm glad you said that too, because it just makes that 
relationship between Oliver and Diggle even greater because in the comic book, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, is like Oliver Queen's his right hand man because they are the brave and the bold. They always have those classic team up episodes too. Well, not, mainly it's Oliver trying to make Hal Jordan um, realize how things are on Earth and bring him closer to the people on the streets. But with that being said, with Diggle, you have Diggle that's now out there in space, and Oliver <laughs> is the Spectre. So now Diggle could even further remind Oliver about his own humanity, but it also plays back into the combat relationship between the Green Arrow and Green Lantern. So it'd be dope if we could somehow see them both be superheroes again at the same time. Or even if we do see Diggle um, as the Green Lantern, he shoots somebody with an arrow like, yo, that's for my homie Oliver. They're like, yo. Oh, you know they're doing they that if they do oh, it yeah. in the first episode. Hell without yeah. A doubt. Hell yeah. And, um,. That's probably gonna be the first thing he do is make a green arrow. For real, like, it. oh shit, got something else for that ass. Because <laughs> I wonder if, because his his name is John Diggle, but I wonder if they're gonna pull some shit out like, kind of almost like they did with Robin and fucking Dark Knight Rises. Like, oh, that's what he's like John Stewart. So why you go by Diggle instead? Oh well, because this isn't third. Then you find out he was in John Stewart the whole time. I don't know how I like that, but I also could see him doing some shit like that. I mean, if they were if they were smart, if they wanted to be clever about it without being too in your face, keeping him John Diggle because it is the multiverse. Yeah, you you know have like uh, one of the guardians of Oa being like John Diggle, the steward of justice. Or what if we find out like Diggle's not even his last name; it's his middle name. Right. Right. <laughs> like, for some reason, he's just like, nah, I didn't want to go by Stewart or some shit like that. <laughs> but that would definitely be interesting. And um, one other thing too in the on the geek world. Scorpion. The first trailer for Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge is an animated movie, and that dropped this weekend, and it looks good. It's so good. It looks good. It's definitely giving me hype for the Mortal Kombat movie, which I thought was coming out this year, but I guess it got pushed back to early next year. It reminded me that we were getting this movie, this live-action movie. Yes, and that shit looks good. If you haven't seen that trailer, definitely check it out. This is for live-action? No, that's an animated. No, it's an anime, but... They're giving us a live action next year. Yeah, I'm excited for the live action. But this is something just to wet our beaks <laughs> until we get that real life fatalities from left <laughs> to right next year. And I would like to uh, congratulate my favorite uh, black safety from the Denver Broncos, Steve Atwaters, for uh, getting himself inducted into the Hall of Fame over the weekend. That's what's up. On your blue to the day I die, baby. Hell yeah, and of course, it wouldn't be the weekend without some music. So if you haven't um, subscribed to our official Spotify playlist, it's YWDCA1. And this is where you can hear all the songs that we recommend and some of the songs off the albums that we um, listen to. And I just want to talk about one of the songs, a uh, couple of the songs. The uh, Meat Mail Drop, Letter to Nipsey, which is, uh, of course, an homage to... Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Marathons, Always Forever. <clears throat> My girl Keisha dropped a single called Tonight. Little Nas X re-released Rodeo with Big Nas, with, yeah, with OG Nas, Nas on it. It's kind of cool. And the Rodeo's cool. I thought they were still going to have Cardi B on it because Cardi B is on the original version. But it's just um, Little Nas and regular Nas. That shit was cool. Haley Williams from Paramore fame, of course, dropped another single called Leave It Alone. It's pretty chill. It's more upbeat than her first one, Simmer. ASAP Fur dropped a track called Va- um, Value. And Trinidad James came out of nowhere with James Woo Woo. It's a fun track, and it definitely low-key made me miss Trinidad James' energy. Last time I heard him on a track was on Pitch Perfect 3. And I'm not mad at that either, because he still got a check for that. And um, as far as albums go... Gorillaz dropped a single called Voluntary Bliss with uh, Slow Tie and the Slaves. It's actually... The song I've been actually listening to all this weekend. Word. And for our albums that you guys should check out, um, Russ dropped a new project. It's like my first Russ project that I listened to for the most part. Like, it's very chill um, vibe. I was trying to listen to it in the morning, but I had to change something else. I needed something a little more high energy. But it's definitely a yeah, vibe-ass album. album, though. It's cool. Um, Yo Gotti dropped an uh, album called Untrapped. If you, look, look, if you like Yo Gotti, you want to hear some little ratchet, some little trap shit... It's definitely the way you should go. Little Wayne dropped Funeral. And this oh is my, my favorite Wayne album since C3. Wayne is going in on that shit. It's cool. You know, always got to respect Wayne. He's a GOAT in the um, game. I always look forward to any album for him. Whether he got it or not, I still want to see what he could do and what he's going to say and how he says it. 
And then Megan Trainer dropped the new album, Treat Myself. And I realized too, M- Megan Trainer is the white girl equivalent to Jason Derulo. Because they are always putting out songs, but you don't really hear people saying, that's my favorite artist. But you know all their songs, and you can't get away from them. And Megan Trainer's album is a good pop album. And speaking of pop albums, My Dirty Pop Princess, Keisha, dropped her new album, High Road. And it might be my favorite album of the year. From beginning to end, she's doing her Keisha thing. And people forget, Keisha be rapping. Maybe because she's a white girl and it's pop, but she be rapping. And she's the best white girl rapper in the you game. You know there's only Not been you, 33 Iggy days Azalea. in a year right now. I know. So far as... Danielle for goalie. What's up? What about Danielle... Who that? The Bad baby. I know who that is. That's what I said. Who that? No, she can't out rap Keisha. Keisha came in the game with the most rapper, most flossy, most swaggest line ever. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. You, it's no more player than that. You ever folk, woke up even thinking about feeling like Diddy right now? Though? I'm not questioning it. Just I mean, like, you're like I'm a boss. You just want to know what it is. You just had five. Like, you just yeah. had six people walk to Brooklyn to get a cheesecake just to walk back. Some breast milk. And some breast milk. <laughs> That's some Diddy shit. Yeah, some some billionaire shit. But yes, Keisha dropped that album. <laughs> so if you're a fan, <laughs> so if you're a fan of Keisha or just great pop music, check out High Road. You wouldn't, you will not be disappointed. We on call it a raps on Yo What's Poppin'. And this one we come to the middle segment, the Crim Dalla Crim, which y'all all came here for. And that's Yo We Geeking Out. And so with it being February. Um, I just feel like it's a no-brainer that we're going to go with something black right now. And speaking of February, like it made black history starring the first major African black superhero in comic books. Yes, guys, we are talking about the MCU's own Black Panther. Where we are going, we don't need rogues. The MCU movie that broke the mold. If y'all haven't seen the movie, why not? Racist? Question mark. Because that's a question I actually asked a lot of people when they said, I don't think I'm going to see it. I'm like, why? You've watched every other Marvel movie. So what about this movie that has you on the fence like, I just don't know. (laughs) Black? Mm. Panther, is it? You are not a cat person? Is that what it is? Uh, it's it's, it's kind of like that. Um, it's okay. So, uh, if we, what if it was a white panther? Uh, I'm not saying we should have a black people. Black people uh, should exist in the MCU, but maybe not as heroes. Word, but like there are white panthers. <laughs> oh no, 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 I get it, I get it. Um, uh, you know, Falcon's good, but he's he's a good sidekick. <laughs> you know? White panthers are albino. They don't live long in the jungle or the wild because they have poor eyesight. And but this is a eagle. magic one. This is a magic black panther. No, Why a white panther. <laughs> no, you're right because the goddess Bass is a white panther. See, you see, so see. you have it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Where's the white panther at? That's I what just, I think. I literally just told you that. <laughs> Where? It's the goddess Bass is the panther god and she's a white panther. I need to see a comic on the front of it. <laughs> it's got to be Tom Cruise or some shit dressed up as a white panther. You know, yo, this is not the last samurai, my brother. <laughs> we did uh when this was when the movie came out CJ and I uh were working and um uh, a white guy came in. It was dead quiet. He was. He seemed nice enough, but then he started talking about there should be a white panther movie set in nice the, set in Antarctica with nothing but white people, and it should be Vikings and you know maybe white animals like a white lion or a white bear. And I'm like, they can't live in those conditions. Albino panther, <laughs> abominable <laughs> snowman. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> Why not just call it white polar, or just call him uh, polar bear, or just call it white man's America. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't seen Black Panther, it's basically a story of a young king or a young prince that is now king, very much like Simba and the Lion King. His father died right in front of him, and now he has the mantle of kinghood placed upon him. And he's very reluctant at first, but his duty comes before his own displeasures. So he and basically this is what he's been groomed for the whole time. And it's about his journey and figuring out that heavy is the head that wears the crown. And also it's one of those tales when you find out like your parents didn't know everything. Sometimes people do shitty shit 
and you hold people in so, so high regards that it hurts when they are broken back down into reality and you have to figure out nobody's perfect. Yeah, it's like uh, growing up, I had a lot of, you know, heroes and then you, you find out all the, 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 the stuff surrounding them you know, as you get older. Tim Allen, I thought, was great as a kid. Then I hit my teenage years and I'm like, something's not, something's not right about this guy. And then you're like, oh, well, he's the kind of person that would vote for Trump. Hey, nobody's perfect. There's a lot of good people <laughs> that made bad mistakes in their life. <laughs> like Santa Claus 3. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, and Black Panther, of course, takes place in the MCU. It came after um, Civil War. That's when we first met T'Challa in the movie. But Wakanda was already mentioned previously before. And actually, um, Captain Captain America, the first Avenger, mentions Vibranium, but Wakanda itself doesn't get mentioned by name until Asia Ultron when they had to go get the Vibranium or stop Ultron before he got his hands on it. Because of that Vibranium-built body. Yes, and Vibranium is a special metal that came from an asteroid from space and crash landing in Africa and in Antarctica. And basically what makes Vibranium so special is that it can absorb various amounts of energy and by absorbing that energy it just makes it stronger and also in the comic books unlike the movie it has also magical properties that enhances magical abilities if used properly that's why in the comic book dr doom had the whole doom war when he wanted all the vibranium and he got it but then something happened they made it inert but then somehow it became back viable but i don't think that everybody explained it but we're not here to talk about the comic book we're here to talk about the uh, movie so ross Tell me about Black Panther. What's your thoughts? What you like? All that good stuff. Um, I like the fact that they actually had gave us a super, a, currently a new black superhero that we could relate to. The first one, which was Blade, was what, like 20 years ago? 1998, 9-ish? Wow. Yeah. How long ago? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was great to see that, as well as I like the twist that they did with Killmonger. And yes. His upbringing and how if his dad didn't do what he did and still lived in Wakanda, he could have been raised completely different and completely a whole other character. He probably could have really took up the mantle and T'Challa probably could have just been T'Challa. Hell yeah, because now that you bring that up too, it's almost like the tale of two kings or tale of two princes. It's almost like if Scar had a son, then he'd get mad at Simba. Like, yo... Your father is the right, is I'm there because Zazu snitch. <laughs> you supposed to be my right hand. Now you gonna snitch. Now my daddy dead, and now he want to take me back to Pride Rock. Ugh. Y'all just left me here in fucking America, but they don't like us. And that was a whole mm-hmm. another dynamic too. Was like, because Killmonger was whole things like, yo, everybody comes from Africa. You're the king of all people. Myself, like my father, believe there's too many black people in the world that are suffering. Without any assistance from their countries they're in. But we're Wakanda. We're the most technologically advanced nation in the world and the wealthiest. We can supply them with the means to fight back and stand up for their rights. But Wakanda's like, nah, we're isolationists. We don't do our own thing. And T'Challa's like, this is how it is. This is how it's going to be. But then you have other people in that movie that help change his perspective for that. Like um, Okoye, not Okoye, but um, Nakia, played by Lupia Lupia Nyong'o, and she also played in Us, so she has a relationship with a lot of um, different people in Hollywood. And her character was... Star Wars. Yes, definitely in Star Wars 2, another Disney property. She played the chick with the the goggles, or the eyes, in one of those new ones. Hold on. That's her. She was Maz? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you didn't know that? What? Yeah, Yeah, that's how good an actress is. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Body motion capture and voice. She's the one who's trying to fuck Chewie. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, she was trying to get that Wookie Wookie. I like that Wookie. <laughs> but yeah, so she's being a spy, so she's always out in the world seeing how other people are affected by society and she comes to T'Challa after they meet back up and we're kind of like, yo, we could be doing so much more in this country. We have the resp- we have the power, so therefore we have the responsibility. And that's where it kinda of comes um fruition at the end of the movie after everything that went down. And also they gave us um, Killmonger, which is one reason I like the MCU villains because most of them are very relatable in the stance that you could understand where they're coming from. You might I not agree with the way they um, execute these ideas, but on paper, you're like, no, you're right. I, you're right. I actually, 
I mean, as with a lot of people, I kind of agree with Killmonger. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, T'Challa got to grow up in paradise, you know. And Killmonger, one of the best twists was when you realize at the very beginning, the kid asking to hear about Wakanda, hear the story, is him as a kid. Because he grew up in the slums. Damn it! Did you not know that? I thought it was T'Challa talking to his Baba the whole time. No, that's Killmonger. Oh, my God. Baba, tell me the story again. It opens up so much more, too. Because we're like, my daddy used to tell me stories about Wakanda. Yes. I felt for Killmonger the whole time. Oh, my God. Because he was cheated. From a whole new perspective. (laughs) Yes, I do. This is Killmonger's story. It's all Killmonger's story. Oh, shit. He grew up in Oakland like my dad. He knows what it was the like. The whole time I thought that was just T'Challa. I didn't th- once think that was no, a little No, he was getting stories about what his home, about the home that he was going to go back to. Damn. Right. That movie just got layers. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm about to cry again. Okay, even just watching him first time, like, just all the little shit. Like, subtleness. Yeah. Subtleness. Like, we, like, that little kid's like, you come find out, oh, that little kid was Killmonger. He saw the light, time. so he knew what kind of was real. Like, yeah. I can't be crazy. Then growing up, you come to find your daddy dead. And like even when they go into the ancestral ancestral plane, because his daddy wasn't buried in Wakanda, so they just went back to the apartment the only place in o- he knew. Oakland. But then out the windows, you can still see Wakanda. The, yeah, uh, the ancestral plane. Yeah. Yes. Now, one of the things I like, I cried at the end when he's there. It, it was one line that got me, and it's after the fight happens, and they got him out there, and he's holding him to show him the sunlight, and he goes, "My dad promised he'd he'd bring me here to show me the sunrise." You believe that? And I'm like, oh. Well, you black, oh. young black kid in Oakland believe in fairy tale. And the like, oh, I, got oh. you, I got you, fam. He just hold, hold him up. He get to see the Wakanda sunset, the sunrise. See, is, okay, so this is the thing. I think they need to give Ryan Coogler, like, more creative control to, like, really let those elements of, like, the storytelling and shit that he yes. does, like, come through more. Because, like, I didn't get... I feel like you're, you're bringing, like... Hey. All this shit to the forefront. When really, when I think about Black Panther, I'm thinking about like over the top, crazy CGI car chases and shit. When I think that that's so where the heart more. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, if you go back and watch the movie yeah. as if this is Killmonger's story, story it's, it brings it's a whole so new movie. Because right. he, growing up with his father, he was living his father's dream. Because this is what the fa- his father wanted is. to do: would help all black people around the world rise up and be. Who they were meant to be, and as kings and queens, mm-hmm. not subservient as to well colonizers. Killmonger stood, which also was great too. Is he took he got the same type of knowledge as uh, Takala, but didn't go the same route, mm-hmm. and yet still used that knowledge for his gains. Getting back in Wakanda, getting all Wakanda materials back to them, and just. Going all the balls and walls to prove that Wakanda shouldn't be in isolation. Hell yeah. They should be leading the way. Exactly. Because that's one of the things, too, because a lot of people are like, yo, how did T'Challa lose to Killmonger, blah, 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 fighting for the king? Like, because it's the thing. T'Challa's been trained as a warrior, but he's been the Black Panther so long that he's just used to fighting with the heart-shaped herb and all this enhancements. Killmonger's been trained to kill him since he decided to, so he's just been training his body to speak physical um, perfection as a human being. So T'Challa is like, it's like going on a diet. Now you got to get used to this new body when um, Killmonger has always been in this body. So now you got to try to catch up and get used to your new your new strength or let, um, lack there is and not being able to move as quickly as you um, use, um, used to moving. As so well that's as challenging for the king one. and the Black Panther was always rare. It was only like... Yeah. Every, Every now and again, yeah, now and again, and not many people challenged them exactly because, like, you even see in the movie, they were like, Nope, T'Challa, go ahead. Then you have the boy Mbaku oh, and the Jabari Mbaku. tribe come I, down. I like them, and they already yes. addressed it that he already lost multiple times, exactly. Too. And there's a whole origin with like Mbaku, Nakia, even Okoye, yeah. and her husband just being kids in Wakanda and T'Challa mm-hmm. being, oh, we already know you the president, just that animosity you know was Mount, there. Yeah, it was always there. To compare it to uh, kind of the opposite on the, the race spectrum for, you know, in, in that one, you also had that same history where they grew up together, but you felt the animosity. Here, yes. you kind of got to imagine T'Challa was, while, while, while a smart guy and someone they would follow, also, like, a little bit of an entitled dick sometimes. Yeah, I definitely can see that. 
and it would make sense too as well because it's already his mm-hmm. and he already felt that way like all right i'm just coming in and get mine i'm gonna be out i'm out here being diplomatic with my father you know it is what it is especially when um you have shuri his little sister there too so it's all of that dynamic I love too. shuri Shiri, oh, that movie has so many unknown surprises, like Mbaku, Sherry being one. Like, what are those? Even though that joke was already t- two years old, it still works. <laughs> it still Because it was, made me made that work because, like, did she generally not know that that term is old? And when she's like, I call them sneakers. From the old movie Baba used to watch. Like, do you not know that that's what shoes are called outside of Wakanda? Are you that sheltered? Or is it like, that's your sense of humor. I think that's your sense of humor. Because I was like, I mean, did she not it. know that? Like, think about called? it. She's she's a genius. She can yes. name it whatever she wants. And they're, they're sneaky shoes. Yes. She's just going to call them sneakers. But if they only stay in Wakanda, how, are they, do they, are they but, watching MTV and BT and other shit? She probably she, is. But <laughs> does she stay in Wakanda? Because it seemed like only the Thai royalties were able to Yeah, that's what I think too. Because in different aspects of the Black Coast, uh, Black Panther uh, comic book, it's kind of like uh, with the Amish. What was that? Ronson or? Rum Springer. Ron Springer, when they go out for that like week yeah. and experience the world. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of do that in Wakanda too. Like the well, younger Wakandans go out there and come back. Because even yeah. at the end, she's like, I thought you were taking me to Disneyland. True that. She so, knows yeah. what Disneyland is. Exactly. And Starbucks. Like, <laughs> I thought you <laughs> I thought you meant something like Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> with the Olympics. I think she's able to keep up on it because she's there. Like top technician, yes. she has to know what's going on in the yes. world. And right? knowing her, she'd probably be hacking. A that's lot. right. Hell Even yeah. if she's not allowed to, she's yeah. still watching she what got... she watches. But that's one thing too. I wish they would have played more into like T'Challa's intelligence because in the comic books, he's one of the, the top seven smartest people, smartest people yes. in the world. So I wish they would because they you kind of know that because she mentioned how that's your old suit. You designed that, so he designed that. So you know he's capable mentally and intellectually. But they don't really let they allow really him. To, yeah, to like the strategic or like the strategist when they, nature. Whenever they got into battle, it just was like this is from hand to hand combat. Yeah, yeah. Not like I studied and exactly. paid attention to your fighting stance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Except low key, they did let him know that like when the train was coming, he did take notice of all that. So he did yeah. play that. But like that's just a small that settlement. Too. And another little thing, too, is, like, his senses are on par with Wolverine's. So he has a high sense of smell, sight, mm-hmm. and hearing. I wish they would have played into that. Also, you could, like, kind of see in the dark, too, because of the heart-shaped herb. So that would have been cool. So that's something I hope you know, they bring so up in part two. But then we could get into, like, what we want to see from him in the future. I think, just for me, I, I want to see... That's one of the reasons why I really want the Fantastic Four a little more introduced. Because I do want to see that read in T'Challa... Like yeah, meeting of the minds moment. Yeah, you know? it's that kind of like back and forth, almost that back and forth. But now that you bring it up, I think it's gonna be more him and Sherry, kind of like the moment in um, Infinity War. Yeah, and like, oh, only thing he had to do was cross this and cross this and cross that. Why, Why did you do this? <laughs> then Bruce just is looking at her and Vision looking at Bruce like, yeah, I'm a robot. I didn't think of that. Bruce like, uh, uh. Yeah. which made that scene even more great because it's like. All these smart people and this little old girl was like, like y'all know y'all could have just screwed the wires this way. Yeah. And made it way more mm-hmm. simpler. And, and she saw was like, <laughs> oh, we overlooked it. For real. <laughs> the smartest, quite arguably, the smartest person in the world is a 16-year-old black girl, which uh-huh. is dope. And the fact that she was only dealing with the vision for, we don't know, I'll give them like 20, if that minutes. If that. And she already like, y'all could have did it so much better. <laughs> I could figure it out. We could re-bring them back without this. Oh, the Mind Stone, but it might just take a little bit. If there uh-huh. was no war, I could do this lickety split. You yeah. know, I got the tech. But then it was like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. um, also, like, yeah, then you got the boy Ryan Cooler that directed, you know, he did um, Creed, Fruitville Nation, uh, Fruitville Station, my fault. So he's going to be back for part two. And Ryan Coogler's dope. Because some people say pandering or this thing in their black movie. You got to get a black director. Like, you don't have to. But certain things are handled better when it comes from people of a certain culture. Like, for example, when black characters are written a lot in books, you could tell when they're being forced to speak a certain way. Same time with certain young characters. Like, what's the hot slang? Insert slang here. Right. Uh, uh, he, 
throw some yo yo yos or some words or when some you shit know in something's here. written by someone who didn't grow up in that culture exactly it, it, you 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 can feel how uh, unauthentic it is exactly now and I, I mean just going with that as much as Brian Michael Bendis did some fun I stuff was literally for, about to bring for Marvel <laughs> him writing Miles or him writing Luke Cage everyone else could be talking like just Normal, like you yes. are and then when Luke Cage comes in. He's like, yo, where the streets at? I'm on my steez. You're like, wait a second, what? That's not, like, what? And you better pull up to the bumper with that. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't even mean that. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I forgot. He's just saying random shit like, like that Kevin Hart bit where he's like, say it with your chest. Yes. What does what that mean? mean? <laughs> you heard them dog whistles. You better bark. I'm like, what the fuck, Luke? But that's one thing I want to bring up in, um, the, on the Escaping Podcast when Dr. Doom was like, when Luke Cage broke through his doors, like, where my money, honey? And Doom was like, Somebody told me there was a loud black man storming through the oh, no. storming through Liberia. I just knew it had to be you, Luke Cage. <laughs> and he wasn't wrong. He's not wrong. But that's not a, the exact Doom quote. But that's basically oh, saying. But again, like, <laughs> the fact that it's written it just by sounds a, good enough to be a Doom quote. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that it's it's written by a fifty year old bald white man. Exactly. Something about it makes me go. That's not okay. Um, exactly. I don't know how to feel about this. Now, like, when Tyler Hesse Coates writes, and yeah. it, there's some slang in there, you're like, well, he actually knows what the Exactly, slang is. and it feels organic. But it's hard for someone to feel organic if you only fuck with mm-hmm. artificial flavoring. Sure. And if you're not from that era. Exactly. Yeah. That, too. Speaking of that shit, too, yeah, like, Michael B. Jordan oh, killed man. it as Killmonger. Like, yes. <clears throat> best yes. part. I mean, like... I yeah. think Killmonger is the best villain in MCU. Just so good. So far. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, cinematically, yeah, cinematically he might be our best yeah. villain. I'd put him right up there with the Netflix uh, Kingpin. Yes. Because yeah. season one Kingpin was... Season one Kingpin, yeah. Purple Man, he's up there too. When when you, when you take Her away uh, the villains being evil just for evil's sake and yes. actually give them a relatable background, right. it, it sails. Like, Killmonger... Wouldn't be the villain in an Avengers movie, no. but he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's like, I <laughs> I, I know my route people. to to you know to the goals that I'm trying to accomplish. Bro, I don't need to oh, worry yeah. about you, Avengers. Yeah, I got yeah. a whole nation. Exactly. Yeah, a whole my nation goal ready to the world. My goal is this nation. And right with now. this nation, I will take over the yeah, world. Yeah, because it's his, it's the world is his throne. In his Hell eyes. yeah, hell yeah. Then he came in and. Like, I could talk about this movie all day. Like, the fight scenes were cool. I wish there was a little more he action. Well, it was so great was he came in, corrected the female on her knowledge, and then just went into a robbery mode, which Hell was just, yeah. like, one of the great... That was a great heist scene. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take this off your hands. Like, you just can't take it. Well, I don't think your ancestors <laughs> paid for this shit when they raped it and took I, it from people. When I got to be honest, too. He looked good, too. His whole outfit design when he goes into that museum, I'm like... That is a great look. And, Him with the glasses and his hair done. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this dude. That's way. And Michael yeah. B. Jordan was fucking huge yeah. for that movie. Like, with his Lego brick body? Yeah. With the little, little studs coming out? Yeah. And obviously he had a, Each past, one is a kill, you know, relationship man. with Ryan Coogler because of like Fruitvale Station and Creed and all exactly. that. Exactly. So, so where does yeah. Ryan... There's he Michael makes B. a good Jordan. villain, honestly. As a See, they should have like, had Ryan Coogler do that fan four stick. That would have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, if he would have done that Fantastic Forward, that, that would have that would been good. He probably might have found something. But he already got two MC. Um, Marvel characters underneath his belt because mm-hmm. I want to see in this multiverse of madness two Johnny Storms. Mm. Okay, do you think we'd see uh, no, Chris Evans yeah, and Michael, Michael B. Jordan? Jordan That's why. Just like in um, what they did on Infinite Crisis on CW, that's what I want Marvel to do. Because you got two mm. Johnny Storms right there. You could get bring back the any other. Brandon Routh scene was that oh, shit was, was great. On point. That was, was Chef Kiss beautiful. Great. Exactly. Wow. You got two Deadpool's. One was shitty, but nonetheless, you still have two. So there's and it's still the same person too. Exactly. Like they want to do with the Spider Verse movie live action, give us all three Spider Man. Yeah, so yeah. you have these actors that play multiple characters throughout the MCU. Proper and um, mm-hmm. other associations, even with um Ghost Rider, bring back Nick Cage. Bring back Nick Cage. And we'll Why make not? It's great about the Deadpool. You got Wesley. You gonna have two blades. They can oh, bring back Wesley Snipes. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you can hate, but still, though. I love me. The, I love me black Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. yeah, white white Wesley Snipes is not my favorite. White Wesley, <laughs> white Wesley is not the greatest baby. Because white. I like how. Okay, <laughs> yeah, well, the, oh, how are you gonna how are you gonna put a whole bite of of bread in your mouth? They go, bro, biggest. Isn't white. white Wesley Snipes Jason Statham? Whoa, ooh, no, because Jason Statham ain't did a sports movie yet. Because white man can't jump. <laughs> ah! That's Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson can jump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, but shout out to too old. But he's still like in his fifties or something. He's shit. still what most people ask. And he's trying he's to play a thirty-year-old Cletus Cassidy. He's, oh, he's talking about. I thought he was talking about Wesley Snipes. Oh, no, Woody no, yeah. talking about Wesley. Well, they're both. No, no, Wesley Snipes is a trained black belt, and he's still in shape. He's still crazy too. And you would be crazy too if he was black in America. Oh, but he was good. Yes, I'm using that Dolomite. Did you see Dolomite? Yes, dude. He was fantastic. He could have got a fucking Oscar for that shit. You need to watch Dolomite. He killed that one. He played a little crazy in that shit too. He didn't play. He just showed up. That's a good of a flamboyant like film director. Word. And it's totally not Blade. For real. Also, shout out to Michonne. She played Okoye, the leader of the Dora Milaje, Black Panther's personal. Secret Service, um, Secret Service, basically, Secret Service, yeah, Secret yeah, Service, yeah. <laughs> made up all women that in the comic book they were all basically betrothed to Black Panther or supposed to be quote unquote like concubines, but mm-hmm. also able to fuck you up at, at um, a moment's notice. So they're almost it's their own version of the Red Room. Now I'm thinking about it because on paper the Dora Milaje will whoop. Any Black Widow's ass sits on paper. That's how it should go down. But they won't play that way in the movie. Just like how in Civil War, she's like, move or be moved. I mean, it's two and different kinds like, of even, fighting, though. No, even though I would like to see that a lot. <laughs> it is, but still, though. I'm going to put my I'm gonna put my money on the Wakandans. As far as a force to defend their nation, yes. I'm talking about just straight now, up hand I'm in hand. talking someone, like, because with the Red Room, they're designed for infiltration. See, okay. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. A little more finesse exactly. than Adam Tech. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoop-assery. Yeah. Now, wh- new word. where, where mm-hmm. the, you know, um, the Dora, what was it, Dora? Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje, where they have, like, the strength and the numbers and that kind of, ta- you know, like, And the team, vibranium and weapons. And the vibranium weapons. The Red, womb, red Room uh, graduates... They have the finesse, and they see the angles in every room, and they go, okay, mm. I don't need to fight you hand-to-hand. But for all we know, there might be a Wakanda sleeper cell, because I saw one Ow! black one. I saw one black one. They're like, yo, we need a bitch in Harlem. Mm-hmm. We need a bitch in Harlem. <laughs> but um, but shout-out to Akoya, because she was low-key like the MVP in that movie, too. She got arguably most of the best mm-hmm. action sequence, too. Yeah, she And did. even a little adorable moment when the rhino stopped in liquor, because if you pay oh. attention... When um, T'Challa was talking to her husband, he was feeding the rhino, so they just let you know they raise these rhinos, so these rhinos know who to attack and who not. My like, God. even in the battlefield, she already knows not to roll up on mama. <laughs> My favorite Okoye scene, though, is when she throws her wig in the casino and starts just kicking ass. Hell yeah. Because that, that yeah. move right there would throw anyone off. Someone just pulls off their hair and throws it at you. Like, what is this thing? What, what is this? You actually wear this shit? <laughs> yeah, she do be having some of the best lines. Yeah, did, she did, did, did he up. freeze like an antelope in headlights? Like, <laughs> just all like, bit. man. But he got mad too that she just pulled. <laughs> and then she had like the best line in Infinity War too. Like, why was she up there the whole time? She could do that. We down here getting her ass whooped. Big ass wheels. And she's like, woo woo. <laughs> and you sitting there like, yeah. Why is she up there the whole she time? Making, she's making a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Infinity War, when T'Challa dusted. And then you was, I was like, oh, the king. She did like, this is no place to die. Yes. <laughs> and then he dies. He dies. I'm like, no. Like, no. <laughs> what, like, yeah. what am I supposed to say? And she literally <laughs> had him in his hands. Like, Everything's all right. We just won the war. Get up, girl. With the battles over. The purple dude just knocked the shit out of me, but we cool, though. <laughs> Next thing you know, vanish. She grabbed his hand and everything. I was like, nigga, you just had a movie. <laughs> but also that shows you that Marvel did not realize how big of a hit Black Panther was going to be. Because they had to go back and do more reshoots in Wakanda for Endgame. Because, like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so with that coming to a wrap, you know what? That was Black Panther. And we get that about it. And to close off the show, we just going to um, give you some recommend- um, recommendations. And, yo, check it out. So who would like to go first? Um, Black superhero movies. What should people check out? I'll take it off. Uh, yeah. Good old 90s superhero movie by the name of Meteor Man. Directed and starring and written by one of my favorite black uh, black leaders in entertainment, Robert Townsend. Uh, it's basically about a man who uh, lived. Was it in Harlem? I th- it was in New York. I want to say it was in New York. I was no. Is it in New York or Chicago? I think it might have been Shocktown. Yeah. But either way, either way, it was a city. It was a suburb city. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Meteor crashed down into the was it 
there. Was it that far? It crashed somewhere. It crashed into the town. Much like Smallville. He ends up touching it, and when he touched that meteor, he gained a minute's worth of super speed that allowed him to read any book that he touched, and this during a time period where knowledge is power, any book basically, learn karate, all of that, and he applied that into his fighting. Great comedy movie. And uh, to me, it was the movie that allowed Disney to give him the chance to write one of my favorite Disney Channel movies of all time, Up, Up, and Away. <laughs> I was going to talk about Up, Up, and Away, but oh. I got another one in the pocket. Oh, go ahead, baby. No, we, we, we I don't know. I can't tell you Up, Up, and Away, when I saw that as a kid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because we don't bring that in a special movie review. Man, that was one of those Disney Channel movies that you, like, if you didn't see it, and you missed up, up, and away. You missed one of the coolest family dynamics of having powers before that exactly. became like a worn out. It was proto um, incredible. It was proto incredible. It was and proto my hero academia. Proto sky high. I literally, I literally, in my theory case, is if it wasn't for up, up, and away, we wouldn't have got sky high. I could, yeah, we wouldn't have got. Yeah, like I a lot of these Disney Channel yeah, superhero right. movies. Now, I guess for mine, pay the um, way for the Thundermans. Henry Danger. I don't know if you call it a, a black superhero movie, but there is a black character in there who does get superpowers, and that is Michael B. Jordan in Chronicle. Uh, God damn it! I know. see. I was thinking about that shit too, but no, no. Yeah, I was it's saying. Black I, no, it's, it's, it's good enough. It, it's good he enough. Knows. But he dies. Yeah. But still, though, he's but a he's hero. also an inspiration to the main exactly. character. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with it. Nah, I was. And, it was on my oh, list. Oh man, too. that movie. Like a lot of people, when I came when it came out, didn't like it. I love that. Movie. I love How could that you not movie? like it? That's a it, fucking good movie. It literally built friendship, and then also. You the just destruction. got to see like the rise and follow. Like yo, where are the captions at? Everything's so great amongst <laughs> these it. friends with powers. Something might happen, uh-huh. and one that one person might turn into a villain, and then y'all and all then might have to, to try to. It's stop the whole Uru tomorrow, Jiraiya and um, Lady Sonata shit. And then he went on to be the Green Goblin in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, yeah. but it was like, Chronicle <laughs> was good. It's like one of the best first-person Steadyham cameras movies so ever. Good, like, yeah. it's that, Blair Witch, that I'm going to say... Um, Don't say. Um, the Last Exorcism. Okay, okay. And Paranormal Activity in the Mark ones. But not yes. not Cloverfield, because that movie is... Um, I'm sorry, but I'm a Cloverfield butter. fan. No. That was okay. I've seen worse. I'm being honest. I'm, and VH, also, VHS2. That's a good one. Also, too, you got to realize Cloverfield was supposed to be our first American-made monster movie. Yeah, which is kind of why Americans shouldn't be making monster movies. But the kaiju to uh, you know Japan. But realize, and if it's gonna be a kaiju, make it a kaiju. Don't make it a scare was, Jew. <laughs> I can't be scared. Of, I can't even see the motherfucker. Where he hiding at? Show me the monster. The same thing with Godzilla. That's a, that's a marketing <laughs> plan. It's it's like but ooh, what I'm the be fuck honest, is it just to get you. In the I became theaters. more of a fan of the Cloverfield Lord. Okay, so I that's hear, why well, I've heard mostly. that every movie after the first one was decent. Yeah, and yeah. The, and then if you get into the lore of the Cloverfield, especially the one with, with Mary like Elizabeth so Winston, oh, Tenfield Cloverfield Lane, yeah, that was good. Oh, that's my John Goodman, right? Oh yeah, that's my favorite yeah, one. Yeah. That's my. Shit. What about you, Randy? Got a recommendations? A black yeah. superhero uh, someone should check out. I got, I got two, I guess. But the first one, it's not a black superhero movie. Uh, per se, but it does have a black superhero in it, and that's <laughs> The Matrix, Morpheus. Which might be played by Michael B. Jordan in an origin but movie. Not more, oh, but yet also sweet. more than one because uh, wouldn't you consider the old lady that gave him all the, the Oracle? Oracle? She a program, but then again, yeah, we're all, all programs in The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, or about the second one. My other one is, I know we already talked about Blade, but specifically Blade 2. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Really? Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. one that does it for you. That's I mean. At least you didn't say Blade Trinity. But well, nobody does. Blade. But <laughs> technically, Blade Two, if you really look at it, it was the they uh, the CGI in Blade Two was tested, and if it wasn't that due to the success and people liking that CGI, it wouldn't have been used for Spider Man. Damn, the X Men right, movies because right. Blade was yeah. the catalyst. Because imagine this: after Blade One came out, all vampires died the same. Before that, they didn't just burn and fade away. They was like, ooh. But after Blade, like, Phew. And now, every movie after that, vampires die the Blade way. And yeah. they evaporate, which explains why they're no longer here. And but, I, I'm sure I've already been quoted in saying my favorite vampire genre is Underworld. Yes. yes. So what about Blade 2 makes you makes uh, that one your personal favorite? Um, So it gets more into like the monster aspect of vampires mm. and not just like, well, you know vampires, right? You know? 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, because the first one was yeah. kind of like almost sexy vampires, right? Like, like techno. <laughs> yeah, and it had most deaf was on the soundtrack. Oh, Blade Fido. Two. Oh, yeah, Fido. Aya. Yeah. Aya. 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 My movie I'm going to recommend is Hancock by Will Smith. Underrated mm. superhero movie, but so before the Marvel movies were out here dominating. It was underrated. I'm not and it lie. was low-key a love story, too, after everything was said and done. It was classic kind of superhero trope. He forgot who he was, so now he's just trying to relive his life and try to do good, but also being a royal fuck-up. So he had to get um, damage control for his PR and get a whole new re-imaging. But then... You know, there's a pitfalls in that, but then they found out his um, weakness is the fact, like, the longer he's with Charlize Theron, Sh- Sh- as long as he's with Charlize Theron's character, um, he g- becomes weaker, because there was some, like, ancient deities, aliens, gods, that when they're linked together, they become mortal, but when they're separate, they have superpowers, and he was, like, the greatest champion, even though technically she was stronger than him, but she left him alone. So he could be the hero the world needed because, you know, she's white, she, he's black. And they basically got jumped by some people that hated oh, the fact that they were interracial couple back in like the 50s not, or the 60s. And that did make, knock him out. And it killed him because there was mortal yeah. at the time. And the movie they saw was Hancock. So when he woke up, he had that ticket on him. And he went on just by the name of Hancock, which was, came out of nowhere too. But that's one of these movies I wish they would revisit. I'll be okay with a reboot. I would just like to see more of that world explained and explored in some way, shape, or form. Preferably anime, because anime always kills it. I definitely, when I saw that movie, I was, you know, much, I was younger. That movie came out when I was, you know, like maybe preteen, teen, just teen. And uh, I didn't know how I felt about the idea of a hero not being able to be a hero. Because, you know, and that you still have that childlike idea of yeah. all heroes are good, all heroes are here to save a day. But as I got older, I'm looking, rewatching that movie, I'm like, this is kind of great. The idea that he's alive for fucking ever, and he's just he's stopped caring. It's not quite like the boys where you yeah. know they're they're corrupt, but he just doesn't care anymore. There's no point. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You can't get close to nobody. And then even when he becomes he a goes. hero at the end, yeah. he's still. Ugh. It's like the most pure form of hedonism, where it's like, well, no, there are technically no negative consequences to my actions because I can't die. I'm indestructible. Yeah. Why not? You know, be Do the it kind, for, yeah. yeah. Why not? Do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But let, but the good thing is, though, he wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't just doing dick shit for the sake of doing dick shit. It wasn't like on some bright burn shit. <laughs> but <laughs> he Our still spot. tried. Another. Yes. He tried his best. All right, guys. So that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captain's, Captain's At. I want to thank Randall and Daniel. So- both for being here. <laughs> I'm here every week. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, guys. Um, anything you want to say real quick? Um, catch me outside. How about that? I wish I didn't you. ask that question. I'm going to catch Randy outside, and I'll tell you guys what happened. Word. Right. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. And today, we're going to um, end this episode with a track called Parade by my cousin, Naka. He's a talented young man. Yo, go t- um, listen to it. Support it. It's going to be on our playlist. And yeah. Ross, anything? Um, also, just random. I know a lot of people might just be like, why didn't y'all mention Spawn? Well, it's technically an anti-hero. And there's a million other movies mm, we could bring up, too. Yeah. <laughs> Nash Bridges. Oh, Nash Bridges. Or Pluto Nash. Okay. Oh, Pluto there Nash. You go. Pluto <laughs> Nash with Eddie Actually, Murphy. Yeah, no, we don't talk about that in the black community. <laughs> We swept that we shit watch on the rug. Like Just like the Wizard of Oz fans swept on these um, Oz 2 to return to Oz. We don't talk about that movie either. We only watch it as a guilty pleasure. <laughs> all right, word. Well, <laughs> all right, guys. As always, I'm yours truly, Kels for Show. And I'm yours truly, Roscoe Tenkoy. And remember, guys, be one or be nothing. Be kind, all. Take care. Got the drop on my arm Was with the plug Making plays at the dorm No, I'm not regular Don't fit the norm I got the drip It's running cream corn They wanna come to me I can't conform Thought he was hot Till I made him lukewarm Make it a rain For a cast and thunderstorms Got the funk Like a musty underarm I like a dick bit That can make a booty shake Wake up my slumber Then I'm gonna bake Formulate plots to elevate 
Try her ass nigga, we know you a fake All of that acting thought I was on Broadway She got sex appeal, I wanna fuck all day High as the sun, I can see through the shade Bum ass nigga, can't rain on my parade Parade, parade I got bands like a parade Diving it, I'ma invade Beat her back in this concave Parade, parade I can see through the charade Work through the path that I paved she got smooth hair like a shade My body big like an escalate Built for whatever come in my way Creating waves till I hit the grave Before I leave you and know what I gave Don't really have to persuade him Power put in can't take nothing away from him I need a baddie from Asia Giving her chills like a glacier Got a hood like I went out to go fishing Oh yeah, I'm hot, burned a pot in the kitchen Fabulous, all niggas remind me of Lennon Head of the seat, they calling me a chairman Heat of the moment, I gotta take action Not talking luggage when I say I'm packing She got the girl, got me speaking pit Latin Gap in the heart, that scene T keep on closing You cannot spray me from nothing Speak like this cause I am chosen These niggas need to stop rapping I glide in the dark, I'm feeling like Batman Stoner like style, my head on stone hands Discussion shorter than the soda can Ride with my left and smack with my right hand I don't see Shit, I'm a blind man, flipping the stock like a Jew, man. Parade, parade. I got bands like a parade. Diving it, I'ma invade. Beat her back in this concave. Parade, parade. I can see through this charade. Work through the path that I paved. She got some hair like a shade. 